0: Where there's a wheel there's a way.
1: Quite literally, Will Tidwell, a younger gentleman. I, wasn't, I, wish I, not, I wish I didn't have this big arm People just do nothing but hurt. Anybody can dream the dream. Anybody can have a goal, but see. You're gonna be a neighborhood hero. You just keep shining. <laughs> what's going on man this is will z to where we speak up z and you are now tuned into another episode of speak up z the podcast and the podcast where we talk about real things real people everything from life to business to mental health and everything else in between and y'all i got a very very special guest here with me today um there's somebody that's really near and dear to my heart um somebody that has seen me grow from a (laughs) a immature young man they got a lot of stuff to figure out still got a lot of stuff to figure out um but has just watched me grow and watch me become the man that i am today oh, um good. somebody i'm very thankful for ms Shane, how you doing today
0: i'm
1: doing well well how are you i'm doing really good i'm doing really good this is long overdue we've been trying to do this for a while we have 100 100%, 100 100%, 100%. but um for the people that don't know you um you know can you just let them know about who you are what you do and how long you've been in the game of, of what you do
0: well <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot yeah absolutely <laughs> I'm just Sharon Hampton, a uh, fearfully wonderful maid. Yeah. Love God, love people. Yeah. Um, my purpose is to help educate people. Yeah. Uh, I'm an insurance agent, yeah. field a director, and a notary. Yeah. And so it's a service to people that I do, and I love doing what
1: I do. 100%. I've
0: been doing um, all of that for probably about 20
1: years. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you know what's so crazy is, you know, I saw you when I was at a a time where you were doing that more. No, I'm not going to say on the side, but you also had other things going because you were at the college I was at at the time and you were handling that and you were battling all that. Like, When did you finally say, you know what, I'm tired of half giving to this service that I do. I'm going to give this everything i got. When did you finally say, I'm only going to focus on notary. I'm only going to focus on funeral. I'm only going to focus on life insurance. When did you finally make that jump and like, what made you Go all in with it like that.
0: Wow. Um, I took the leap of faith, Will, 2019, Mm -hmm. at the end of 2019. Mm -hmm. It was just like um, somebody said, if you do something a million times and concentrate on that, get it right, then you can pick up and do something else. So even within the sense of uh, people calling me to uh, direct funerals uh notarized papers, and for insurance. Yeah. And I found myself really, really enjoying what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I took the leap of faith December 2019.
1: Wow. wow. And you know what's so crazy is that I, I think it's such a, a lesson and a message in that is because so many people have something they want to do, but sometimes yeah. we get split focus on other things because we're afraid or we don't think it's going to work or we're not sure how we're going to make it work. Was any of that ever running through your mind? when you were when you were trying to make that decision to go all in on your dreams
0: well when i when you say um making it work and and afraid yes we're gonna always have fear yeah but the thing was that it became a need you Mm -hmm. know i'm sitting here Mm -hmm. uh, as an administrator Mm -hmm. and my phone is ringing Mm -hmm. and needing to first call resolution When you call me, I need to come take care of you right then. Absolutely. But then I couldn't neglect my responsibility there. Absolutely. So even having people that understood. Right. But getting to them, you know, before they changed their mind. Hundred percent. Right. So it was like, do it. Just do it. Hundred
1: percent. You know, you'll never cross the
0: ocean if you stay on the shore.
1: Mm. You'll never get there. Right. Wow. How, how do you balance all of that, though? Because I'm, I'm sure that's a lot, you know, being a notary, being all of the industries you're in. I mean, they're all connected and they're all related. But, like, how do you just balance all of that and ensure that you give all of your customers and clients your best foot forward? <laughs> with ease. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> with ease because it's my purpose.
1: Yeah.
0: I've, it's my passion and my purpose.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. So I do it
1: with ease. 100%. Yeah. And, you know, and I know you're developing a team under you now, right, mm-hmm. especially in that life insurance field, Right. But what do you feel like separates somebody that does it with ease and does it at a high level versus somebody that's not giving it their best foot forward? Like what what are some of those things you're looking for when you're recruiting people to come onto your team, when you're recruiting people to join you in this industry that's been very good to you?
0: Um, Mindset. Yeah. Mindset. Um, This insurance is a mind game. So you have to have the mindset that, if someone tells you no, they're not rejecting you. Yeah. They may, may not be ready at that time. 100%. But mindset and a determination to uh, be consistent in doing what you do, mm-hmm. and even in the sense of working towards what is your goal, mm-hmm. um, and being a person that loves to help people. Mm-hmm. Because I've learned that the problem that frustrates you the most right. is the one that God wants you to solve.
1: That's so good. That's so good. We can end the show right there, Richard. That's so good. That's so good. You know, because I think for a big thing for me is when I realized what I was supposed to be doing with my life and how I was supposed to go about it, somebody said something to me so profound. They said, Z, you you are very talented at what you do. They said, but don't let your talent take you places that your character cannot keep you. Absolutely right, because we think sometimes that because we might have a gift of gab like I do, or we do certain things that we do so well with ease that we can half step it. So, what is your routine like to keep you on the straight and narrow to ensure that you like I'm not allowing my talent to take me places that my character can't keep me? What are some of the things that you do just to ensure that?
0: I put God first. Yeah. I trust the lord with all my heart yeah. lean not to my own understanding and i yeah. acknowledge him in all of my ways and everything that i do i do it as unto him mm-hmm. that he gets the glory out of it yeah. because he knew me before he formed me in my mother's womb yeah. he knew that you and i would be sitting here right now yeah so he has um, he conditions us and yeah. we trust the process yeah. and even when you talked about um finding people yeah. that um, recruiting people to do what i'm doing yeah um i'm looking for self-starters yeah their confidence level
1: yeah when you, and, when you say self-starters what is that break that down because some people that might go over some people head
0: um uh, when i say self-starters right that may not be the word that i need to use but you're not being i don't have to micromanage
1: it. yeah yeah you
0: um you're gonna go out and you're gonna without asking somebody else
1: you go turn over the stones if I have what you're looking for 100 yeah because isn't it? i know that's very frustrating even in, even though you do something different from what i do but i think the concept is the same where we teach people something we show them the the, the blueprint the map of how to go about this thing but once i give you the game plan it's up to you to implement this Absolutely. and i think that's the most frustrating thing in the world to me anyway is like when i give you the game i spend the time with you i try to pour into you and sew into you and then you try to blame somebody else for you not seeing the results that you want to see. But if I guarantee if I take a look into your daily habits, the things you're doing, the things you're saying, that's the reason you're not where you want to be in life. So what do you what do you tell those people, even on your team, when you see that they're, you know, excuse my friends, they BSing, they bull jiving. What do you tell those people to, to let them know? Like, I've given you the information. It's up to you now to apply it. And it is. And it's, for me, it's how bad do you want it? Yeah.
0: Um, they say when the student is ready, the teacher will come. Yep. So when you've been given what you need, it's up to you to go and work it. 100%. Um, That's just like even with your children. Yeah. I told my children that um, they're the vehicle. Yeah. Okay? So I teach you how to drive the vehicle, and this is life. Yeah. I teach you how to drive the vehicle. Then when you get to a certain age, I turn the vehicle over to you Yeah, because you have to come out of my faith in into your own. There you go. So in some decisions I can't make for you, you're going to have to make them. But I trust that I've given you the tools that you need. So once we get to that point, um, I become your coach. I'm still your mom, yeah. but I become your coach. Yeah. And knowing the difference in knowing when you need me as your mother. Yeah. Or you need me to listen as your friend. 100%. But even in building a team, um, you got to work at this. You have to work at it. Mm-hmm. You've got to be consistent. I, and I tell my team, I may not you know, produce something every day, right. but I know that I do insurance. I know that I'm a life insurance agent. Yeah. So I do something every day towards yeah. life insurance. Yeah. Even in the sense of you have reports that you have to keep up, right, right, paperwork, things like that, right. Uh, even in the funeral industry, I try to check in with with the funeral homes before they can call me. I'm calling them to see if you have an assignment for me, right, so that I can pre- know how to prepare my week.
1: You said something even so profound, and that is like I know every day I might not land a deal, I might not close a deal every single day, but I know who I am and I know what I was put here to do. How do you keep your mindset in such a positive mainframe? I'm sure it's are not always positive, right? Nobody's perfect, no. right? But like, how do you, are you able to bounce back after you get those rejections and those no's in the day? Because I know for me personally, that can affect my whole mood sometimes, right? Like, I don't want to talk. Like, you can ask, like, you can ask Nia, like, I get cranky and I don't want to talk I don't be bothered because it's like, man, I can't seem to, like you said, turn over that stone I need to. How do you deal with that rejection that sometimes comes with the industry that you're in?
0: Well, I, I tell myself for every no that I get, give, yeah. give me three yeses. Yeah. Because I, I know that, and I planted seeds.
1: yeah.
0: I, everywhere I go, I'm, I'm planting seeds.
1: Yeah, and what if, does that look like for you in your day-to-day when you say you plant these seeds? What does that look like?
0: If I'm in Walmart and uh, you speak to me,
1: yeah,
0: and then I speak back to you, yeah. then I compliment you on your shoes, yeah. then I said, let me give you one of my cards. Yeah. So I'm planting seeds. Yeah. They may not need it th- right then. Hundred percent. But they may need it later. Hundred percent. Or the person will look at my card and say, "Oh, you do- yeah. I've been looking for something for my mom or my dad. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. So just yeah. being, what is the song? Is it Sounds of Blackness? Be optimistic. Yeah. As long as you keep your head to the sky. Yeah. I'll be optimistic.
1: But like, but like, it's so crazy because. If life insurance is one of those gateways that gives us a chance, especially us as minorities, to really create wealth for our families, then why are so many people not hip to it? I don't understand. Like we, we, like you said, somebody might say, I've been looking for something for my mother. Or, I know I've been needing this, or man, I really need to look, learn more about this. Like, but why are so many people hesitant when it comes to life insurance, and they wait until they have to come see you on the burial side of your business to realize how important and like imperative it was.
0: I would say um, being educated about it. Right. And even in the sense of um, some people don't want to talk about it. Yeah. They don't want to talk about it. Um, What we do is not sexy.
1: No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not sexy at all. You're right.
0: But it's a need.
1: It's necessary.
0: Right. It's necessary.
1: 100%.
0: And even in the sense of um, finances, Mm -hmm. they may think that they can't afford it. Mm Mm-hmm. So they push back on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did they used to say? Um, knowing is half the battle. Yep. So, but even educating ourselves about insurance, educating ourselves about what happens when you um, go to a funeral home. Yep. But education.
1: Yep. And you know, you know what's so crazy is we, we talked about this, you know, briefly off camera before I me, mean, you and I about the tough conversations that need to happen in the home, right? When it comes to this, because. We have no succession plan set up within our own families. So if something happens to big mama or something happens to grandma or something happens to mom, a lot of times us as a family, we have no idea who that burden needs to fall on or what needs to happen next. So, like, what would you say to those families out here? Because a lot of, you know, minority families and families in general love love this, this podcast and platform. So, like, what would you tell them about the type of conversation they need to start having, especially they know some of the ones in their family are starting to get older? Like, what are some of the things that need to be talking about?
0: What are you having the conversations about? How do you have your business in order? Yeah. Um, Do you have life insurance? Yeah. What about your medical records? Who's your doctor? Yeah. Um, If something were to happen to you, do you want to be, say, if a person went into a a coma or was on a respiratory
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, breathing machine. Mm -hmm. Do you want us to revive you these are things people need to know
1: well because it's uncomfortable but it, it's scary that's scary I mean, that just gave me the chill thinking about that
0: but it but it it saves your family a lot of grief yeah um and when i say grief uh and stress, grief stress and grief doesn't doesn't mix even no. whether you're in the hospital on a respiratory machine mm-hmm. a breathing machine mm-hmm. or if you um if you're not but just Preparation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Making preparation. Mm-hmm. Because one day we're all going to have to go this way. 100%. And it makes it easier mm-hmm. for your family. Yeah. Even in the loved one passing away. Right. They've already shared with you what they want. Right. So you're not guessing about it.
1: Right.
0: You're not having to guess if um, they um, wanted to be cremated, if they right. wanted to have a traditional burial. Right. The uh, dad was in the service. You know that. Dad was honorably discharged, so he goes to the veteran cemetery. Yep. You know where his DD two fourteen is, but having things in order. Yep. So what happens if um the person was in a car wreck and they're in the hospital in a coma? Right. You don't you don't know they and they're let they say they're in another state. Right. Um you don't know where their insurance card is. Wow. You don't know what type of insurance they have. It's wow, just a mess. Uh, it's in-network, right. out-of-network. Right. But these are those discussions that we need to have with people, even yeah. with our children. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Knowing, okay, so say if some pet body's parent passed away mm-hmm. and you're raising your niece or your nephew mm-hmm. and you take them to the doctor mm-hmm. and they're asking, are they, alert- are they allergic mm-hmm. to something?
1: You know these things. You need to know. Absolutely. Because
0: they could give them uh shot of penicillin or something that sends them into shock absolutely but knowing these things
1: 100 right. percent. and you have children of your own right i do right how many children do you have again i have two have mm-hmm. you have you begin to have have you begun once you got into the industry right or as long as you've been in it rather have you had a chance to have that conversation with your family and if so how did that conversation go
0: i have you know uh beginning my daughter was like girl i don't, I don't want to hear all this, this it's also, too much it's too much there's a little file cabinet in my in my bedroom Mm -hmm. and it has insurance on the file so everything you'll need to know Mm -hmm. is in that
1: file cabinet so you want to get you went on to put together your own file of all the necessary information yes was it scary right now that talking about all that for yourself when you were putting it together no 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 i would be terrified just just thinking about what i'm the reason i'm doing this but that's probably the reason why most people never do
0: because i don't want them to be stressed i love my children yeah i love them
1: so it has to be bigger than you
0: so it absolutely i want to if transition is easy yeah so all they have to do is follow what's in the
1: file 100 right 100 you know what and that's and that's so profound and kind of switching gears just a little bit so people can kind of understand you more the person behind the insurance and the burial and all that different types of thing you know what what out of everything you could have done with your life what was that moment that made you decide that this was outside of it being your purpose what made you decide that this was the route you wanted to go with your life and do for the rest of your life <laughs> like what was that thing that that said, this is it this is it
0: um 2000 okay the year 2000 okay my nephew was co-owner in a funeral home yeah and we had to go to work right to help him to get him going yeah right. Ab- absolutely
1: was that local was, or was that it was local. okay got you
0: So with that being said, you know, um, even before he became co-owner in a funeral home, there were other ventures that he did that I have worked with him, myself and my children. Right. And um, he knew that he could depend on us, myself and my children. If nobody else, he knew that he could depend on
1: us. 100%.
0: So within that business, we were there faithfully to help him. And um, I think I told you this story. One day he told me, he said, Auntie, these people love you. They always ask for you when they come in here. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to get you an insurance license. I was like, you're going to do what? (laughs) (laughs) And a couple of days later, he had a gentleman there to help me fill out my paperwork.
1: Wow. And
0: it was up from there.
1: Wow. It's kind of a two-part question. Talk about that first thing you just said that's so important. When you're trying to get something off the ground, talk about how imperative it is to have family or just somebody that sees the vision enough to help you through those rough times until you get it off the ground. Talk about how important that is, because how hard it would have been for your nephew to be able to get it where he is today and do what he has been able to do if it wasn't for the support of you and his fam- of you and his family. Like, talk about how important that is.
0: It's very important when you see the vision, somebody else's vision. Yeah, and they invite you into it. Yeah. And that's an honor. Yeah, and they they trust you with what they're doing. Yeah so um and being supportive yeah you know it had to come from somewhere within the family right um the mantle had to be passed down for him to pick it up right but being able to learn new things from from different people and just going with the flow right it was actually was fun absolutely it was adventurous absolutely because
1: with him there was there's never a dull moment i believe it right? i believe <laughs> it see but most people aren't humble enough especially from somebody that's on an older generation like for instance i'm 27 so my mentors may be 50 60 70 years old sometimes it's a disconnect when they're not humble enough to feel like they can learn anything from me just because i'm 26 27 years old you know what i mean like so, what, did you have to have a conversation with yourself and say you know what my nephew is going to be able to introduce me to some new things like was that a, was that like a humbling experience at all or was it like or was it was just kind of an easy thing for you
0: i would say it was an easy thing yeah because i'm going to say i'm the cool one okay so, i know. believe that right. i can see and that they, whatever they needed I'm, i was always there mm-hmm. to help
1: mm-hmm. right yep and you said something too about how they just loved you when, when you know, whenever the customers would come in. I feel like that kind of is kind of that anointing on you, though. And you're a very warm, strong woman of faith. Where did that come from? Where, where did that? Because you just quoted scripture a second ago. Like, where did that strong presence of 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 just faith come from when it comes to you? Where did that come from?
0: Hmm. It's always been there. I guess it was just you know, birth in it, yeah. coming, walking into it. Yeah. Um, did
1: your parents instill that in you? they did. Yeah. Yeah. the church going, family going yes. up, growing up. Yes. Really? Yes. Are either your parents still with us? No. Okay. No. I got you.
0: but you know um in the household of my mom and dad, and it, we had it was 6 of us. Really? We never we always thought we were rich. Yeah. We never wanted for anything. Right. Um we had 3 meals a day. Right. Clean clothes. Right. Um lights never turned off, water right. always running. Right. Right.
1: So you think you have it i mean in, in the world we do have everything we needed mm-hmm. but I, I i felt the same way like growing up i never really had those issues so i thought man we were we were very very fortunate you know what i mean come to find out we were just a regular middle class family absolutely you know what i mean mm-hmm.
0: um and there was love absolutely that was love unconditional love right. My mother you would say things like if your brother goes to jail he's still going to be your brother
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're still going to love him mm-hmm. things like that you know yeah. um we know we we had our moments. Of course, it wasn't like, every family. You know, hitting somebody in the head with a brick or anything like that. You <laughs> know, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But she taught us, and my father was a mild mannered man. Yeah. But they taught us to love each other, yeah.
1: right? Yeah. And, and michelle yeah. you know, some people wouldn't even notice about you just from the outside looking in because you always smile and you always so full of life and so full of joy. But you've had your own fair share of testing in your life, you know. And and I'm sure that faith has has been one of the things that have um helped you deal with those things like get through those things rather for instance like you said it was six of y'all but what year was it remind me of the year when you lost mm-hmm. your you lost your was it your younger sister no
0: she was older
1: older sister mm-hmm. what year was that again uh 2009
0: 2009
1: do, do you might what what happened with that situation
0: okay my parents had six of us right um Four boys and two girls on the baby. Okay. And she was number three. I'm the baby too. Oh, really? Okay. Babies of the family. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, but she was number three, so that was like my only sister. Mm-hmm. And um, she um, she developed pancreatic cancer. Wow. Right. Wow. So, um, but just taking care of her, um, yeah. being there to support her Absolutely. and everything. Right, Absolutely. Right.
1: Absolutely. And
0: um, people see things in you that you don't see in yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I would say that they saw the faith in me that I didn't see in myself wow. because they would always want me to, you know, as a support system for them. Absolutely. Right. And and it was for me, I love, you know, I love my family. Absolutely. I love my sisters and my sister and my brother. Absolutely. So, being there to
1: support them yeah right yeah and you've been that support not only for your family but for a lot of people you were there for me through college like you were one of those bright faces that helped me get through it when i wanted to drop out so many times i wanted to walk out the door you were one of those people that i could always come talk to that helped me through that but let me ask you this because i know in my own fairfield people look to me for counsel they look to me for that that you know brighten their day does it ever get heavy for you from a mental health standpoint, that does it ever get heavy being that person everybody turns to? And how do you still find time for you in the midst of everything that you do when it comes to service?
0: But you know, and it does get heavy. Right. But then it goes back to the word. I have to cast my cares on him.
1: Yeah.
0: And again, giving it to him to give me the answer to give to you. Hmm. Because I know that I can't fix it.
1: No, I can't. I, no you good
0: i know that i can't fix it yeah so um being an intercessor standing in the gap making a heads around people lord give me the answer to give to will right. or whoever else yeah right yeah but it's um my mom used to say if i can help somebody as i travel along the way then my living is not in vain so it's just like um being handed down being handed down because I saw
1: my mom do this. 100 percent Yeah. 100 percent That's so powerful. That's so powerful. You said so many gems. Like, well, how are we on time today? are we good? Yeah, five minutes left on audio. Mm-hmm. So I'm to start, start Perfect. We're good. We're gonna probably we're gonna find a way to get it out of there before five. You know, Michelle, you said so many profound things here today. Um I feel like we could talk about this stuff for two or three hours together. Um but you know Michelle people think if they didn't know you. I think they would think that you're such a serious person all the time, but they have no idea you are really the fun person of the, you know. So outside, when you're not when you're not serving other people, when you're not helping other people, when you're when you're just focused on you, what can people find you doing? Like what what is Miss Sharon doing when she's just chilling? Like what, what is Miss Sharon doing in her day to day? When I'm
0: just chilling. When you're
1: just chilling. When you're just enjoying yourself. Like enjoying your own time. What are uh, you doing? Relaxing. Yeah. Uh, watching a movie
0: here yeah. and there. Yeah. Um, driving. I
1: yeah. learned to drive
0: and just Me too. Me too. You know,
1: um, new scenery. Cause you cause you finna leave me in a second. You know? You know what I'm saying? So I I'm, I'm right there with you on that though, Michelle. But I doing you as you know, once I did finally take that step back from college and realize it wasn't for me, I really got heavy into like community space. That was a big deal for me, right? I was in that space for a long time. Um, and we helped a lot of people similar to what you do service but i got so burnt out doing it i started to lose like my passion for it because i was so big on helping everybody else i was exhausted how do you keep yourself from getting to that point to be able to make sure that i still have a movie night with myself i still hang out with my homegirls i take a road trip like how do you make sure you don't get to that point of feeling burnt out I mean, you're serving and helping so many people on a regular basis
0: you have to learn how to shut down you have to learn how to and, and sometimes you know beginning you felt I felt guilty about not answering my phone right or not doing this or something for somebody right but then it came to the point where if I'm no good to me I'm no good to you 100% so I have to step back yeah. and um, Get renewed. Hundred percent. Right. Get the rest that I need. Yep. Because as uh, I'm gonna say as a servant, you're serving people. But then you gotta stop to serve yourself. So that you you're able to you can't pour from an empty empty pitcher.
1: That'll never work.
0: You can't. You no. can't pour from from an empty pitcher.
1: Do you usually know when you're starting to get to that point for yourself? Yes. How how do you order some of them signs that you <laughs> that you realize like, all right, I need to disconnect i'm getting i'm getting you get irritated like for me i get very i start to get real irritated i start to like the smallest stuff start to kind of bother me that i know normally wouldn't and then i i have this time where i just don't want to do anything what's those what's those things for you
0: and that's it you get cranky
1: yeah for no reason um,
0: right no reason <laughs> and then you're you're like uh, you find yourself inside thinking I'm a, you don't want to be short with me right so um, stepping back yeah. and uh, like I said again, shut your phone down.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, just do nothing for a few hours or yeah. a whole day, yeah. you know? Yeah. But taking that time for yourself yeah. because even in the sense of the renewal part of it, yeah. um, I pray a lot. Yeah. I pray a lot. Yeah. Um, and asking God to lead me and guide me. 100%. And I ask Him even in the sense of in my if i if in my crankiness mm-hmm. and you called and you needed me and i cut you short yeah he's gonna quicken my spirit
1: you know michelle like we, we've had so much like we have said some like i could talk to you all day long i we know this we me and you talk on the phone two and three hours how can people go about for one how can they able to join your team to learn more about what you do so they can do the same thing for themselves and also, from a client perspective, how can they go about getting in contact with you in order to help them their family create that generational wealth?
0: I can be reached at five zero one five one seven. Zero
1: eight three seven. Yep, easy as
0: that. Easy as
1: that. And how, can they follow you on social media? What are your social media handles? Social candles? media uh-huh. on
0: Facebook, I'm Sharon Hampton. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, it's Shade Denise.
1: Mm-hmm. Shade Denise. And we'll make sure we put all this in the caption for you guys so you can follow along. But Sharon, thank you so much for taking the time and coming to being vulnerable. and Just dropping some gems for the people. Um, you helped them out more. You helped me out more than you know. More than you know. Is there... Now, I like to ask my people before they leave to just do a, a, a food for thought is what I call it. So before they leave just give the people just something to ponder on something to think about Mm. you know and while you do that i'm gonna let you think about it and i'm gonna do this quick commercial real quick okay go ahead all right so, guys, you know, just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of Speak Up V, the podcast, man. The podcast where we talk about real things with real people. This episode was brought to you by our partners at Butler Furniture, man. The one-stop shop for all your furniture needs. Everything from beds to mattresses, um, man, end tables, man, uh, bed frames, and everything else in between. Go see my friends at Butler Furniture here in Little Rock, Arkansas, and tell them that Z sent you. And their favorite slogan, who done it? The Butler done it. Man, thank you so much, so much. All right, Michelle, you got it? You got your quote? You got it? You ready? Said,
0: Who done it? Yeah, that's that's the, uh, that's their quote. So I would say um, live in today. Spend time thinking about today's opportunities, mm. not yesterday's failures.
1: Yeah. You know what? And, you, and just real quick, I'm going to ask you that, and we're going to go, I promise. You send out these messages every day to me, to your family, to your friends, to your colleagues, to your followers. Where did that come from? What made you start wanting to do that? And you've been consistent with it for how long? Wow. You know what I mean? Like, Um, you've been doing that for a while.
0: My children, when they went away to college, Mm -hmm. and I just didn't want to be calling them, like, what you doing? Yeah, Yeah, yeah." like my mama (laughs) do. But to keep them motivated. To keep them motivated. So that's how it started.
1: Yeah. And how long ago was that? Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, My daughter went to college. She graduated. 2002 mm-hmm. so 2002
1: 20 years and my
0: son graduated 2005 wow. so 2002
1: you know you know what kind of discipline that take to do that i couldn't even imagine i try to talk to my my private group every day i, I forget at least two or three times a week it's so hard but again that's just that anointing you have Ms. Sharon. so I, I just appreciate you for taking the time uh, we definitely got to do a part two because this was so good um you already tell the people where they can find you. You have anything else you want to show to the people before we get out of here? Um Are we
0: good? We're good. Just okay. live. Live life. Um the word says that uh Jesus came that you might have life and to have it more abundantly.
1: Yep. And we so. deserve to have that live yep and man i don't think you know better than that y'all um again we thank y'all so much for tuning into this episode man we hope it adds some value to your life um it spoke some life into your life and it's going to help you figure out what do you need to do next to take care of your family take care of your loved ones and have those tough conversations so again man feel, feel free to reach out mm-hmm. to me, sharing or to whoever that local insurance agent is in your city your state But well, man, take care of that now because man life goes fast as y'all know uh man until next time we love y'all man peace